When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, good morning everyone, it's Monday the 28th of November and oh, 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 it's my privilege, it's my honour to welcome in the one and only Stephen the Beaver Dotto Beaver, what are you doing up so early? Oh, I'm working, is he? <laughs> I don't know if you realise I'm working with you today, I hate to shock you um, oh. You know what I've already worked out, Izzy? Is What's that, mate? When me and you are together, uh, I've already worked <laughs> it out. You've just done three different voices. Um, <laughs> we've talked about this in the past when we've done TV together. We can't put on these oh. fake voices. You've done it already. This is going to be a long three oh. hours. It's going to be a long <laughs> three hours, babe. What is it? What is our? What is our little, our little Bunnings kind of placemakers little setup that we do, mate? What is it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, beef. Well, I think we try to sound more like builders whenever we're in the trading uh, shop. So it's. Um, <laughs> It's a little bit awkward now, and for the thought of actually watching it on TV is, but uh, no, it's yeah. great. Great to be here. Is we're on a, um, I'm an early riser, but I tell you what, when that uh, when that four thirty alarm hits you, <laughs> still nothing prepares you for it. <laughs> you are, mate. You're an early riser. I remember talking to you about morning breakfast, and and I said, mate. You'd absolutely love it. You go, mate, I'm up at like, what, quarter to five? Yeah, got, yeah. You know, three kids running an absolute clinic at home, just you know, coming to tap daddy on the face, mate. So breakfast radio, you're made for breakfast radio. <laughs> well, I'm, I hey, day one's always good. Day two's a challenge, though. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for tomorrow. Um, but, you know, the... Uh, as I say, I'm always up around that five-ish mark, but um, there's something about when your alarm has to get you up. Just that half an hour earlier, it just uh, yeah. just rocks you a little bit. Yeah, it does, mate. That alarm. You got oh, one thing I'll tell you, Beef. You probably already done this. You just try and rotate the alarm sound. Try and rotate it because <laughs> <laughs> that one sound, that one alarm that keeps going. Oh, look, I haven't even listened to my own advice. I'm about to go change it because. It is a horrible sound. A horrible sound when it goes off. And the wife hates your guts. Absolutely hates your guts. She just gives you a kick in the elbow and and he rips into you. But it's um it's always a it's always a challenge. It's just a, so a bit of internal mind games, you reckon? I've got this uh I've got this golf watch that has got a little vibrate on it. So I've been running that for an alarm option. And uh, Golf? Yeah, well, it's a golf watch. Uh, my, my Garmin S, my S62 approach. No sponsorship involved there, but I'm just a big fan of it. Um, obviously. You know how to play? Uh, anything from that 140 mark, 8 iron, thank you. Um, but um, no, it, it, just a little vibrate on the wrist seems to be the alarm of choice at the moment. Makes the missus a lot happier that she doesn't have to hear that oh. screaming alarm. So that's, that's a good idea, that. Mm. I can't play golf for the watch though, Beef. You, you, can you hit the ball with that with something wrapped wrap around your wrist? Like it's it's very challenging, I must say. Like, I don't understand how people play golf with watches. Well, I don't usually wear a watch, but I just play golf with a watch. Yeah, I got got the golf watch. I can't use I can't use those rangefinders. 
That's why I had to get a watch. Well, you can't look through the hole and, no, I and see, the, no. see the flag? Well, I don't know if I've got an alcohol issue or something, but I've always hit the shakes <laughs> when I'm using those things. Oh, Steve, Steve, Steve. Nah, no, I've, got, I've got a rangefinder, and it's... um. I thought it would be a fancy one. It's like, probably like your Garmin, you know? It's got the, the course on your watch and yes. whatever watch you got, and it's got distance. So I've got a rangefinder that's got all the hazards. It's got all the carries. Oh, it's got e- all, every club... And you know, it's got the whole layout on the, on this little range fund. The worst thing about it is it's you got to charge it every single time. So I've been and played games, and I've got my range out, and it's dead. And so you've just got to use the eye. And when you're a little bit indecisive yes. with shots, yes. selections, and you underhit it, you just you decelerate. They say, <laughs> the worst thing you can do in golf, decelerate before the ball. I do that plenty of times, so I mean the, the question, I might have to get me a watch. I was going to have a question on every listener's lips: is uh, did it run out of battery a month or so ago on the Charles tour? Oh, Beef, too soon. Beef, dude. Well, it's funny you say that because everywhere I go, everywhere I go, someone seems to to bring it up. So on Saturday I was at the pub with the with the family and the and the kids. There's a playground there, so yeah. you know, I'm all about timing and, and having a place that can suit all needs. Mum and dad sit on the table having a pint and the kids are in the playground, so Perfect. it's good. Um but I was walking through to pay for it and he goes, How's how's your golf? <laughs> <laughs> this old pundit and I'm like, What do you mean? And he goes, Oh, just how's your golf? And I said Mate, you're about the hundredth person that's done this and bought it up. Are you alluding to the Charles Tour 47 over? Did you? And he's like, he's like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Just said, look, mate, that was a tough day. And I went into it with the wrong mindset. I uh, thought I was Lydia Ko, Stephen Elka, but I just had to be Israel Dag, and it didn't work. And uh, the rest is history, beef. But uh, just don't bring it up if you mate. I feel it's a bit rude. You know, I, I mean, I was always going to bring it up. but um, No, was, you didn't, because that was your main content for the whole week. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just find it rude that people attack you about that. And you don't have to quickly remind them, look, I'm also Israel Dag. 50-plus all-black veteran, World Cup champion, multiple super titles. Um, you know, please. <laughs> and there's obviously, I've got other sporting abilities too, but don't I, don't do even, I don't even need to go into it. Uh, 6.20 on a Monday because I've still got a couple of days of you, so I'll bring that up at some point. But uh, it's rough, isn't it? But uh, no, I actually talked to a few people who actually bump into the talk about the Charles Tour debut, but uh, all of us, as you know, but, uh, you know, you got to hit rock bottom before you get to the top, so it's just a matter of time. You'll bounce uh, back. You'll I'll bounce back, back mate. Yeah, I'll bounce back, mate. Hey, quickly, just, what are you what are you up to? You're off over to play some sevens, are you? Yeah, well, it's been a long time coming, but I will debut at the Dubai Beef. Sevens. Um, yes. The social side, is it? Just, just before. Okay. Just, just clear that up with the... Uh, with the breakfast listeners, uh, there's a social tournament that runs at the same time as the Dubai Sevens, which are on this weekend. And I've got a mate over there living, and him and his cronies have decided that they need some much needed uh, injection of pace and power, is he? Um, so, so uh, I don't know who they've got for that, but I'm flying over. Um, <laughs> it's going to be, I've never been to Dubai eight years, so I'm looking forward to it. Have you? No. I've, oh, I've, mate. I've, I've, I've transited. Abs- yeah, yeah. 
You'll love it. You'll love it. I was lucky, well, it was 2008, when I had a crack out the NZ7s, we went over there, and it was at the the earliest days, that was before the Palm Island was even finished, and it was just being constructed and being done up, um, being built, uh, so it was, yeah, it was, it was a crazy city, crazy yeah. place, man, um, money, money is everywhere, we went into the school visit, to the school, and... Um, like we just turned up. It was just random school. Anyway, all the kids. It was car day. Bring your car to to school. <laughs> well, all these little young like twelve year olds were bringing McLarens, Lamborghinis, Ferraris, <laughs> and they all parked their cars there. And I'm like, "How old are you? Twelve? I was like, "Oh, okay, Daddy, <laughs> Daddy, good. How's Dad?" <laughs> it was just like, mate, the money there, yes. the money there is mind blown. You're going to have an absolute dizzy. You'll enjoy it. Yeah, You'll enjoy it. I don't know about the heat. What's the heat there at the moment? Uh, they reckon a real, a real, we'll be playing all our games at early <laughs> morning, uh, about 8 or 9 o'clock, real pleasant mid-20s. Um, so, yeah, just, just what oh, I nice. need um, coming from probably, I wouldn't stay to start of summer here, which is, it's it's wild weather at the moment. So it's horrible. I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to be conditioned for my sevens debut, but we'll see how we go. Don't lie, Beef. Don't lie. I've seen you, mate. You, you're still jogging on those pavements and doing more than many of us that have retired and gone in the opposite. You're holding it down for the backs. One thing I've said to uh, our listeners out there, I said, look, it's funny. It's funny when the Fords retire, they go in the opposite direction. Yes. You know, look at White Crocker. He's tiny. Yep. You know, Olo Brown, he's up in Auckland. I've seen yes. him before. He's small as. There's others out there. Ben May, well, he's always been ripped yep. as anything, but you know, the, the props, they go the, they go the, right, the the opposite way and then the backs. I'm only speaking for myself. No, no, no. <laughs> go in the opposite direction. Well, it's because we, we continue to eat and do everything that we did mm. uh, when we were playing and we, we were blessed with metabolisms yep. at the time that allowed that to happen. Um, they slow yeah. down They slow down when you hit 30 years and uh, mm. my, my word, they keep slowing down. And the, uh, yep. <laughs> the a lot of those boys you talk about, a lot of them to be Fords had to almost – Construct their eating, I think, and had to eat more than they would really actually want to. So they can probably go back to a normal diet and they, they drift back into normal life, I'd say. Uh, That's my theory. Look, I'll, I've got hope, Beef. I've got hope, and I'm going to go to the gym straight after this, Beef. 9.30, I'm going to hit the the hit squad with Beto there and, well, rip into the weekend. Because I, yep, we, we had quite a few feeds over the weekend, uh, me and the family. <laughs> And uh, we, we let it all go. But that's okay. I had a quiet weekend. First one in a long time. Anyway, B, we've got a big show uh, today. We're going to talk some football after 7 o'clock. This tournament is about as unpredictable as Qatar hosting the World Cup itself, <laughs> the Athletics. Adam Leventhal will join the, the show after 7. There's been plenty of upsets. And uh, look, my uh, sweepstake pick got rolled this morning. Morocco beat mm. Belgium 2-0. Morocco's third ever win at a World Cup. First since 1998, and they pumped Belgium 2-0. Couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe what I was seeing, witnessed. Anyway, we're going to talk some football, and then after that, we're going to talk some cricket. It was washed out last night at, in Hamilton. It's set in Park, Beave. Hamilton, yucky weather. Ooh, what down a, here. What a shame. What a shame that is. One, yeah. of, one of the great cricket venues of the world. Didn't get to see it. <laughs> Right, it's uh, it's been a there was a third washout this summer, so uh, it's 
Man, it's not even summer. I don't even know what to call this weather at the moment. But anyway, they're heading down here to Christchurch Autotai on Wednesday, and uh, they're going to have their third and final ODI. And the weather today is blue sky, so hopefully it can hold out till Wednesday, Thursday, so we can get that third ODI match. Anyway, Mitch McLennigan will join the show at 7.40 to talk some cricket. And then after 8, we're going to go wake up Damien D-Mac McKenzie, and we're just going to chew the fat with him. See how it is, see how his body's rolled up. And, well, we're going to talk to him about the big birthday celebrations over the weekend. <laughs> hey, Beef, happy birthday, my friend. Happy birthday. Laughing, laughing straight to the bank, was it? <laughs> <laughs> well, ironically, yes, the bank was the venue of choice for the Grin's birthday party. <laughs> okay, is that, is that saying something? No, 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 no. That, and for all you people unawares of the greatest spot in Hamilton, it's actually a, a, a bar, restaurant, nightclub, uh, the bank, that Izzy and all his Crusaders' friends know O2 well <laughs> it's a good spot it's a good spot and then to round out the show baby and i no doubt we're going to be talking about this throughout the morning is england was smashed yes. by south africa at home and it's fair to say that many are fed up with eddie jones <laughs> <laughs> will greenwood will join the show at 8 40 um, to, to talk about that. Will Green have played centre for England plenty of times and no doubt we have plenty to say. It's an interesting time over in the UK yes. with two of the powerhouses over there, Beef, with um, Wales yep. <laughs> just really butchering that lead over Australia and then England. Tough times. I mean, on the back of losing to Georgia, which Welsh, <laughs> the Welsh, you could say, it was a blip. Yeah, if, mate. You know, they have those random results. I don't know if they put out a second string team or what, but then... I watched that Aussie game. Jeepers, they, uh, that was an embarrassing fall, I'd have thought. Yeah, mate. Was it 24 points? Yep. 27 points in 24 minutes or something, I heard. It was just crazy. And Wayne Pivak, after losing to Georgia, yep. and now uh, there's been a lot of names. It always happens. A lot of names yes. get thrown around. Who's coming in? You guys saw reading Brad Moore, Scott Robinson. But then I heard... Um, Warren Gats? That one was the one. <laughs> what do you I reckon? It. I, well, nah, can't be. Well, not unless, <laughs> not unless they've just sold Cardiff Bay to him. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I couldn't believe he'd go back, but who knows? He's mm. not really... He's not really doing a whole lot. Like, obviously, he's got that sort of director of whatever role that is at the yeah. Chiefs, but Clayton's the boss there now, so maybe... Maybe he's like, well, why not? There's nothing to lose here. They're in an absolute revel at the moment. Um, one yeah. year one year, and you get to go to another World Cup, and I guess World Cups would be exciting for a coach. So maybe there is some fire where that smoke is uh, coming from us. Yeah, it's alarm bells. It's alarm bells here for Wales at the moment. Only short time out for the World Cup. You've got three teams that were under so much. Four teams, really. Yes. Under a hell of a lot of pressure playing over the weekend. And you've got Australia coming on top, so Dave Rennie will be just breathing a sigh of relief <laughs> over summer. Well, he's had it tough, though. 51 oh, yeah. players he's had to go through on his roster. Injuries and everything. I found myself, tough on Rennes. Oh, tough on Rennes. But I found myself watching that last 10. I've obviously got no time for Australian sports teams. Um, but <laughs> I was sitting there, and every time they flashed to Rennes, I was like, come on, Aussie, do it for Rennes. And... That last five yeah. minutes is you could just see you just mentioned that how two teams who both under so much pressure, none of them wanted to 
really know how to win. Like, Aussie were chasing mm. the game, and yet with three minutes to go, they were still happy to enter a game of ping pong because it was almost like, oh, I'm too jittery here. Where I mean, a young Izzy would have got the ball for maybe out and said, we're winning this, but uh, with a bit of razzle feet. But these two teams were back there playing ping pong with three minutes to go. And I was thinking, Aussie, you're going to have to charge your arm at mm. some point. But uh, yeah. as it unfolded, uh, well, one of the great comebacks for Wallabies. And who knows, it might set them up. They've lost a lot of games tight, and they learnt mm. to win a learnt to win one. Yeah, mate. Nah, it's interesting, eh? It's interesting to see what's going to happen over the summer. Um, obviously, autumn over there and in the UK, we'll uh, get a bit of an inkling what's happening. Maybe Scotty Razor Ray. Well, he's been touted for two jobs now. <laughs> he's hey? going to be busy. They'll be throwing the kitchen sink at Ray. Is this the pound a, will be strong at the moment, wouldn't it? It'll be very strong. This could be a case, is he? Is this going to be? Is this going to be mine and yours, Baz McCullum's moment? Are we going to be helicoptered into one of his teams? Do they need us? <laughs> Is that what you're thinking? I mean, I don't want to do a TCNZ after what Baz, you know, obviously he had to go work, oh, for, work for the English I don't crew, know. but are we up for it? I don't know. Well, mate, just shows. <laughs> mate, go, over <laughs> and unsh- go over and unshackle and get, uh, open up that checkbook, mate. We'll be flying over privately, I tell you what. We ain't turning right if we're going over there. <laughs> well, and we're just going to take the Baz Molo. We're just going to let them have fun. We're going to make them enjoy yeah. the footy again. Um, so oh, maybe, maybe they want us. I don't know. Simple, but effective. <laughs>